0: Or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services.
1: The numbers told the story, they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander, Con VSIN.
2: One of those idiots who believes in analytics. Good Friday morning, you. it is Gil Alexander. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. Not just me, though, Kelly Bidlin. In the hizzy, how you doing, Kelly? Good morning to you, sir.
3: Doing well, doing well. You know the gremlins getting into the into the wires overnight and stuff. So we're uh, it's a little A little, little hiccups around the Veasan Studios. Figured
2: everything out though. Well behind the curtains. Here's how this works. There's just complete mayhem behind the glass, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I just tell them, I said, the show's going to happen, guys. It's over. It's okay on this side. <laughs> so they. But but Kelly, Kevy, Kevin, the corner, struggling. As oh, got, Joe Namath once famously said.
3: we got great Dakota who directs the show about once once a week on Fridays. And he yeah. comes in today and the board's not working. So he's doing it the whole thing with a mouse. So uh, <laughs> that takes talent right there. I'll tell you how much.
2: Uh, thank you, Dakota. Uh, we have a show nonetheless. Dan Weston joins us in studio to talk Wimbledon a little later on. Always great to have Dano in from across the pond hanging out, doing his thing. Uh, Kind enough to join us later on. Tim Lawson, host of the Better Life podcast. We'll talk U.S. Women's World Cup with him. Why, you say, are we talking Women's World Cup today? Uh, Well, after Monday, I'm uh, bouncing for a couple weeks, and so uh, Timmy wanted to do it with me here. Um, Women's World Cup starts in about two weeks. He'll have thoughts, as will Paul Carr, but Paul Carr's got Gold Cup thoughts as well. For your soccer action, Jason Weingarten on Major League Baseball. From under a cloud of smoke, Lou Finicaro, Gambaloo. Sweet Lou on UFC 290. Pretty good card this week and he's got thoughts uh and bets to share with us. Both I would imagine not only on the main card but uh Brett Lawler's also uh is uh is competing as well. I believe is that the case as well. Did I uh did I yeah, on the uh not on the uh actual main card but on the uh on the prelim, Robbie Lawler. By the way, Brett Lawler was a Brett Lawson was a producer here at Visa, which is why makes he combined up. the two. Yes, <laughs> I apologize for that. Robbie Lawler. I was like, why did I say Brett Law? Oh yeah, producer. Robbie Lawler will be on the uh, on the prelim card, so uh, he'll have thoughts on the Lawler-Nico Price fight, of course, uh, welterweight fight, Robbie Lawler's final fight of his career. Um, but obviously, the uh, the main event, Alexander Volkanovsky and Yair Rodriguez. So thoughts on that from Lou and. You know, so much else going on. Summer League. Summer League begins today in Las Vegas. A full Summer League breakdown next segment. I think think I've narrowed down to a better two, to be quite honest with you. Okay. This is actually one of these events. I know, like, you know, there's going to be a segment of the audience that hears that. They're like, oh, are you really betting Summer League? Listen, this is a 11-day event where 76 games are played in their entirety. All teams compete. You have as good a, a chance to hit a long shot in this event as you do in anything. Or is this the year where the short shot actually comes in? We'll talk about it here. Uh, with Victor Wembanyama's debut tonight. I'm in the house. How early do I need to get to the Wembanyama game to actually get good seats? General <laughs> that's admission.
3: A, that's a great question. A <laughs> do great I need to go question. after the show? Well, there'll be a game on before it, too. Right. And, right? So, so I think you have
2: to show up for that one. Um, and not leave your seat. Man,
3: I think you got to be there by... I, I You should be there by three oh, to be safe. Oh, stop it.
2: There's no chance I'm there by three. <laughs> There's no way. Uh, and then, of course, we have to get into the most Vegas story of all time. When Banyama and Britney Spears meet, and it didn't go well. We'll get into that as well. By the way, you see the Brooks Koepka thing? This is like hot goss to start the show. I, I was
3: going to say, I could talk about this stuff for an hour. All right, we'll get into all that. Where do you want to go first?
2: Well, let's, let's talk about <laughs> tennis first. I have a tennis... Bet still to come today. We uh, we only had two. The The card today was not nearly as juicy betting wise as previous ones as Wimbledon tries to get on schedule once and for all today. Um, so we hit our earlier match. For those who subscribe to vison.com slash picks our picks page at com slash picks. Uh, We had a winner this morning on Stajanovich, straight set winner on the ladies' side. She was minus 136. It was not easy, 7575 against Korpash of Germany, but that was a winner for us this morning. We do have Andy Murray up two sets to one, pending from yesterday. Uh by the way, the, the plus three twelve dog or plus three fifty, whatever it was, did not get home with Manorino. Medvedev beat him in straight sets, but hopefully Andy Murray can get home against Tsitsipas when that resumes, whenever it resumes, by the way. That's always a dicey proposition to try to pin down a time. What but a it, uh,
3: wild ending to that third set that was.
2: Yeah. It, it was it was one set a piece. Murray had a Murray had a match point and screamed in horror, screamed in pain when he tried to shift direction.
3: I was working at my desk. I, I heard it before I saw wow. it. I heard the Andy Murray scream.
2: So, uh, of course, those of us who had bets on Murray, the first thing, because, of course, bettors, sorry. This is going to be a theme on the show, how bettors are just like the worst people on earth. So I apologize for that. But we see things through our bets. And obviously, we don't want anybody hurt in any sport, uh, whether we're on that player or against that player, or on that team or against that team. But in the Murray case, of course, I'm like, oh, great. This is how this is going to end. It's just going to be a refund, whatever. He had one more match point. Now he got up set point, set point, pardon me, set point. Thank you. Set point. He had one more set point And thankfully for those who are on Murray with, with us um, was able to win that point. Lickety split. So he's up two sets to one. The question becomes, you know, cause all of these delays, all these suspensions have all gone against us. Like that's been the fly in the ointment more than anything in this tournament. So hopefully this is a weird one because I don't know, maybe it's good for him with that injury that he had, Time now, because there was some sense with twenty minutes left before curfew that they would start the fourth set, and Murray seemed to be the one who was upset that the fact that they didn't start it, even yeah. after whatever he did tweak his groin. I'm no doctor, I don't know what he did.
3: That's what it appeared yeah. to be, though.
2: it appeared to be a tweaking of a groin, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, so the oh the only so the only other tennis play left today pre flop that has not happened. Uh, I am on Marie Buscova against Caroline Garcia. Marie Buscova got a plus 104. She's only a few pennies worse than that right now. I think she's like plus 100 consensus. Her grass numbers are such that this should probably be a coin flip at worst. She might even, uh, by my numbers, be a slight favorite. So wrong player favored is always a good proposition. That has worked for us very well this, this tournament as well. So hopefully you can get Murray home and hopefully Buscova can come home and then we'll go into the weekend where everybody can start playing, you know, on schedule once again because first round just sort of finished yesterday second round is you know staggering in today third round matches will begin I don't even know where we are at this point on, on some of these it's really it's been a confusing tournament uh, in terms of the schedule so Buskova, the remaining tennis play of the day now the other injury that happened in sports that has huge sports betting implications this one much more so Corbin Carroll for the second time in a span of days Hurts his shoulder. Corbin Carroll, and by the way, the Diamondbacks lose to the Mets 9-0. First time they've been shut out this year. First time they've lost four in a row this year. First time they've been swept this year. And then in, in literally injury to insult. Corbin Carroll goes down with a shoulder injury. This was a changeup from Carlos Carrasco in the seventh inning. And Corbin Carroll swung and immediately grabbed his right arm. Held it close to his body. It looked awful. Um right shoulder discomfort but remember this is this is on the heels of us coming in here a couple days ago and saying and this one i watched live i believe it was against the padres where it was an innocuous swing and then they showed him in the dugout having shoulder discomfort and they put him back in the game and then they pulled him after a half inning and the diamondbacks after the game were like yeah it's not that it doesn't appear to be as serious as, as it looked whatever well they looked serious last night and badly so um Keep in mind, this is the same arm slash shoulder, this is the same shoulder, if it is in fact a shoulder injury, that in 2021, he had to have surgery on repairing a posterior capsular avulsion and labrum tear for young Corbin Carroll, who going into last night's game, as he has been now for most of the season, the favorite to win the National League Rookie of the Year. So... Those of us with Ellie Dela Cruz tickets, and I'll preface it again by saying, you never want to see anybody get hurt, whether you have a bet or not. So I don't want anybody coming after us. But this is a sports betting network, and in case you haven't uh, figured it out by now, we do th- see everything through our wagers, and that's what people are here to uh, to listen for. So I hope those with Ellie Dela Cruz bets, or I hope those who are thinking of getting Ellie Dela Cruz bets, have got had gotten them already. We have a thirty to one. I have a thirty to one. Um, also have a plus 650. On top of that, people have much better odds than I did, even at 30 to 1. Ellie de la Cruz, I was even texting Will Hill and, and uh and Felique even before this injury last night to Carroll. To me, he's still the NL rookie of the year. And Corbin Carroll, by every measure, was having a great season. 18 home runs, 46 RBI, 24 stolen bases, a slash of 290, 365, and 559. 3.7 war. I mean, he's been having a great year, but part of the argument with Ellie De La Cruz versus Corbin Carroll, well, the one that's unassailable is Corbin Carroll's played a whole bunch more actual baseball games. But the other one was, well, look, the Diamondbacks are winning their division. You know, the Reds aren't. Well, that has shifted, right? Well, the Reds are now 10 games above 500, and they lead the NL Central, and it is the Diamondbacks now teetering. The Diamondbacks who only have a half-game lead over the LA Dodgers and a two-and-a-half-game lead over the Magic That is the San Francisco Giants. So the the Carroll injury, potentially—and again, the reviews from the Diamondbacks— when I say reviews, I shouldn't. They are going to image this today. But so far, they can't really figure out what's wrong. So they're really optimistic in Arizona. However, if this turns out to be something, um, and he is out for an extended period of time and, God forbid, the rest of the year— not only does it affect the NL Rookie of the Year race, and Elliot LA Dela Cruz becomes the instantaneous favorite. By the way, you won't see that market up now, but when it comes up, if there's any plus money, I I know I have much better numbers, but I would almost recommend any plus money bet on Dela Cruz for MVP. He was for for much of I don't know, for much of this, but for for at a time he was the second short shot behind Ronald uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. of the Braves. It doesn't really affect that. Yes, everybody moves up a notch if the if the injury is extended. But again, to me, it's still Acuna's to lose by far. And even my bet of Arias, even I will admit, even if Arias were to hit 400 at this point, if Acuna's going 40 and 70 homers in stolen bases, maybe even 400, hitting 400 won't get it done. So it doesn't affect the MVP race as much, but certainly the NL West as well. And so I have a Giants plus 1050, even if you're not a Giants believer like I am. Maybe at the very least in these three betting markets, it induces an immediate Dodgers bet for you, depending on what that price is uh, affordably right now. Right now, the Dodgers minus 185. Maybe you don't see that ever again. We'll come back. Summer League next.
4: Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds are you know who's against really Creighton, you know watch Creighton.
0: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
1: A numbers game. On- be sent the Sports Betting
2: Network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever your sport, whatever your betting style. you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older. If physically located in Nevada, please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522-4700. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin in the uh, in the house here this morning, as always, producer number nine, so much more than a producer, before we get into uh, Rookie League actual betting thoughts. So in case you missed it, and this happened, I guess the reports came right after we got off the air yesterday morning, but uh, Victor Wembanyama and his detail, is that what we use now, Kelly? His detail? His,
3: Security detail? His yes. entourage.
2: They, uh, they were headed into catch over at the ARIA which is literally like a nine iron away from where I live. Like, I'm, I, I've probably walked that spot ten times a week for the last 10, six years.
3: I, I'm looking at new pictures uh, out uh, oh. provided by TMZ. Gil Alexander not featured. Not featured. Air. Yes, not featured.
2: We were at the Italian-American club with uh, Felica, oh, were you? Felica that night. Yeah. So we were not on the premises. So Britney Spears. Yes, Britney Spears. This is such a Vegas story.
3: Such, a, this is, it's such an NBA offseason story and such a Vegas <laughs> story.
2: And I won't even go through these, it's not that important, but but depending on who you believe, Britney Spears, you know, she claims to have barely, you know, tapped, touched, his, shoulder, tapped his shoulder. Which I'm questioning that. When right. Banyama says he, his, like, back was sort of tugged at, I don't know what he said exactly, but the bottom line is... Wembanyama's security, which which was referred to in the first TMZ article as the Spurs security, so that's a little question. We don't really know that either.
3: TMZ's follow up today does it's the head of team security.
2: Okay, so that's different because then you can't really go off on some young kid who's now got this new job, you know, protecting Victor Wembanyama, the Spurs guy, and he went he went ahead and slapped Britney Spears, by all accounts. And a, and according and again, depending on what you believe, either they ma- they made up while in catch the restaurant at the Aria, and then Britney Spears went ahead and charged them anyway afterwards. For and 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 the Las Vegas police is taking this seriously. Yeah, again. yeah,
3: she she has filed charges. Yeah. and they are apparently police are meeting with her again this morning to discuss yeah. it further.
2: Anyway, that has nothing to do with anything. Nothing, just that yeah. Just that summer league. But she had, she
3: had some comment about not getting any kind of apology, and then Wemba yes. Yama did record like. A, a, I want to say a sort of apology, just because I, I think I kind of feel bad for him, Gil, because I don't think he has any idea what happened.
2: He has no idea what happened. Like, by didn't. all
3: accounts, there was a massive crowd of people, and he's kind of just getting through it. Who knows if he even knows who Britney Spears is? W- that we were talking about that downstairs, Cr- crunch the numbers on that match.
2: Who knows if this? Yeah, the, the her n- fame window
3: has far surpassed yes. by the time he was even born.
2: Who knows if his if the Spurs security person even recognized those Britney Spears? The best part of the story, we'll leave it at this. There were reports that she <laughs> said to have screamed in a, in a British accent. Have you heard this part oh, of the No, story? I did not hear that yes. part. No. <laughs> yes. Apparently, he tapped him on his back with the right shoulder. Uh, first of all, you know, trying to catch his attention. Like, Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. And then got slapped. And then she, then in, in a louder British accent, this is effing America. So I don't know.
3: There's a very <laughs> there odd <you go>. detail.
2: <laughs> so Summer League begins today, and Wembanyama will play for the Spurs. It's Brandon Miller versus Victor Wembanyama head-to-head, the Hornets and the Spurs. That is the uh, the big one, 6 p.m. Eastern – excuse me, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern uh, from Thomas and Mac. And Summer League has, again, 11 days, 11 days of basketball, 76 total basketball games. And the format, again, every team will play four games – Then the four best teams, and there are tiebreakers involved, head-to-head being the the first one, the best four teams will get to the Final Four. Uh, They will play a fifth and sixth game, sixth if they get to the championship. All the other teams that have played four but didn't make the Final Four will get a fifth game added. That's the format of Summer League, all 30 teams represented. And if you go, you can bet on these everywhere, uh, or most shops, I shouldn't say everywhere, but NBA Summer League— only one of the last five champions entered the competition as favorites. That was the Lakers in 2017. And over the last four years, no team with odds shorter than 12 to 1 has won. Two of the last three winners were 30 to 1 when the event tipped off. Thank you to the score for compiling that. Now, this is at Caesars. The Oklahoma City Thunder are your short shot at six to one. Could they be the team that bucks that latest trend and becomes sort of like the Lakers in 2017? And the reason I say could they be that team because the Thunder Kelly will have Chet Holmgren in uniform and they will have both Jalen Williams in uniform.
3: Yeah, Trey mann has been playing incredible. Trey Man will be there too uh, in their few games. Cason Wallace, they'll finally get. He will play in Vegas. Hasn't played for the team yet. As the trade details we're going through uh, from draft night, like they're they're the rightful short shots. Uh, Gil, with with all those guys, they're rolling out there. The question is, and this is a question every summer league with some of these guys that especially have played already, of how many games are they going to play? How long are they going to play? Which and, is
2: which is where depth comes into play mm-hmm. because because of what you're saying. The more it becomes just a body count. If if you have depth, which by the way is why the second shot, the Trailblazers at plus eight fifty, and they will have Scoot Henderson playing from Vegas Ignite, Chris Murray from Iowa, Shaden Sharp is playing for the Blazers. He averaged just under ten points his rookie season. That's what, but they don't have depth like the like OKC does. So even though they're top heavy, would you make a bet on the Blazers? By the way, for those who care about such things. Uh, the Blazers have won two of the last four Summer Leagues. So as an organization, they appear to care. So that's plus 850 on the Blazers. So throw that in the mix. And then the Pistons who are the only other one in single digits. Pistons are deep, too. Jaden yeah. Ivey, Jalen Duren, Asur Thompson, James Wiseman, all playing. Um, their starting lineup might be Ivy Thompson, Marcus Sasser. Duren, Wiseman, you know who else might play? Isaiah Livers might play.
3: Little Buddy Beheim action.
2: Oh, Buddy Beheim!
3: Did you say Wiseman? Yeah, I did. Weis- I Wiseman's did. on that roster. Yeah, I, did I think well. it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how much, how much, and how much Jaden Ivey uh, plays and Shaden Sharp. I mean, those guys were two big, big, big draftees from last year. Uh, you know, had decent rookie seasons. The question is, are they going to get a lot of run this summer league or a short amount? Otherwise, if I knew for sure, those two teams would be catch my eyes The teams that I wrote down were that I would have even – the only teams I feel like I could bet, and yes, they're shorter shots.
2: You you do agree that those three should be the short shots? Oh, yeah, definitely. Thunder, Blazers, Pistons.
3: The teams I wrote down that I could even make a case for betting, Blazers, Pistons, Rockets, Pacers, Thunder, Jazz.
2: Well, the Rockets are interesting because I was going to bring them up too. The Rockets are 16 to 1. If it doesn't come from the, from the top three, despite what those historical numbers I mentioned are, the Rockets appear to be that team because the Rockets will have a men Thompson, who, of course, was drafted fourth. Remember, Cam Whitmore slipped to them at 20. He's playing. Jabari Smith, who was the number three pick in the draft last year, He's playing. They don't have much depth, though. It's
3: not a lot of depth. So, you're going to have those three and Tari Eason, who who, who played last year a lot lot of minutes, too, for that team. question is, okay, not a lot of depth, and how much are you going to see of Jabari Smith and Tari Eason, considering they played as much as they did last year? I would expect you're going to see a ton of Amen Thompson and Cam Whitmore. Because we're talking about one guy who slid in the draft and Cam Whitmore, but everybody loves his upside. And then Amen Thompson... Just like his bo- brother, Asar, man, I think they need all the pl- all the playing time they can get. Oh,
2: yeah. The other team I wanted to mention was the Kings. The Kings are listed at 14-1, and those who are paying close attention to Summer League, before they play in Las Vegas, they play in Sacramento. And Keegan Murray just scored a combined 70 points in two games in the Sacramento Summer League, and the Kings beat the Warriors in the Heat. However, Keegan Murray... Will not play in Vegas, so that's a development there for the Kings. They just announced that this yeah. morning.
3: So, like, that's the stuff you got to look out yeah. for. Yeah, I, and I would be very careful with that. Uh, checking with the Thunder on that before before Las Vegas stuff gets so, started.
2: So this falls, you know, we talk about it all the time when we talk drafts, when we when we talk everything sports betting on this show. Which is there's different, right? There's I just gave you a tennis pick. It's all based on data, not all, but but most of it is based on the numbers itself. Um, that's how I do tennis. Kelly does golf, uh, modeling it. This is, this is really an information grab, right? It's like, you got to know who's going to play the most, whatever you can glean in terms of playing time. It's not the easiest thing in the world with summer league, right? To get a, a straight answer on that from game to game. But those, what we just went through, those are generally the, the teams that are the most stacked and it's reflected in the odds, and yes, long shots have hit, but I really feel like the Thunder Blazers or Pistons, I kind of feel like, and I would throw in the Rockets, but I feel like the champ is likely to come from that group. Yeah, I agree. Would you make a heavy wager? I mean, 6-1 w- to one be- plus 850 plus 950 and 14-1 to 1 Thunder Blazers, Pistons, King, uh, excuse me, Rockets, 16-1 to 1 Rockets. Would you make a heavy bet on one of those?
3: In full transparency, Gil, I'll probably bet two, two of these, but I'm going to be out there basically all week next week. If that's a large part of the reason. If I was sitting at home, I don't know that I would be. I'd probably be taking it. I mean, I'd be watching it anyways, but betting-wise, I'd probably just be taking it game-to-game game looking for information that
2: you can Looking get for information, from. or, you know, if you're, like, if you're lucky enough to attend one of these games, there might be an in-play opportunity here or there, if you know what I mean. If you, if you hear what I'm screaming... You hear what I'm putting down? Serious sports better. We'll come back. Paul Carr on the Gold Cup and the and the Women's World Cup. Where the U.S. is looking good by all accounts. We'll see what Paul thinks next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
1: A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's
2: always football season here at VSIN, which is why we've already released our NFL betting guide. Our NFL betting guide will help you get ahead of the upcoming NFL season with in depth profiles of every team, including advanced stats, proven betting systems, and proprietary betting trends, plus best bets on season win totals, futures, and props. Become a Visa Pro subscriber today for as low as $19 to get your digital copy of the VSIN NFL betting guide, or take advantage of our summer kickoff special to get access to everything we do through the Super Bowl for only $175. Sign up today at vcin.com slash subscribe. Well, at the uh, risk of uh, <laughs> at the risk of sounding like we're uh, doing gossip all morning with the Britney Spears, Victor Wimbanyama thing, Brooks, Kepka, and Matthew Wolf. Or or should I just say Brooks Kepka? Yeah. So apparently live, for those who have been following this, apparently Brooks Kepka's Koep- team is called Smash. Smash G C. And uh apparently there's a rift between Kepka and Matthew Wolf. And it's uh, past the point of no return. So Wolf shows up in London. There's an event outside of London, off of a 44th place finish in Spain. It's his fifth consecutive poor showing, which includes a withdrawal from the event in DC in May, and prior to uh, the final round where he was 46 out of 48 players after 36 holes. So Kepka launches into him. "Quote: I mean, when you quit on your round, you give up and stuff like that. That's not competing." the smash GC captain said to sports illustrated. I'm not a big fan of that. You don't work hard. It's very tough. It's very tough to have even like a team dynamic. When you've got one guy that won't work, one guy's not going to give any effort. He's going to quit on the course, break clubs, gets down bad body language. It's very tough. I've basically given up on him a lot of talent, but I mean, the talent's wasted. It's your boy.
3: Tell us how you feel. Go,
2: Brooks, go get your boy, Brooks Kefka. <laughs> and as you pointed out off air, Kelly was say, said,
3: it's, I mean, like, whoever, whoever, all of us, we all th- saw that Brooks Kepka was going to play on a team, <laughs> team of any kind. Like, <laughs> that's it, like, right. Pick the worst person in sports to play on a team. <laughs> like, it so has bad. to be Brooks Kepka. Like, that guy's out to win no matter what. Mm. Um, I, the, the, the only thing that's kind of bad about this is like Matthew Wolf. just to put this in perspective, like he, an amazing talent a few years ago had everything in front of him. He took a break from the game to deal with some anxiety issues and mental health and issues Kepka's launching and interrupt. Kepka's just going at him. So I, I maybe Brooks doesn't know about some of that stuff, but or maybe he's just Brooks or maybe he's just Brooks. Yep.
2: Yeah. So things are great on the live tour. That's your live update, <laughs> your everybody. Live update. <laughs> uh let's talk some soccer. Paul Carr joins us from the heart of the country, Topeka, Kansas. You can follow him on Twitter at Paul Carr. He's the host of the Expected Value Podcast. Works at True Media Sports. How you doing, Paul?
5: Good to see you, man. I'm good, Gil. I'm I was actually at the ARIA uh when I was out the for Nations League, but I was too early for all the drama, unfortunately. Yeah, man. We all missed it. Goodness. Yeah. Boy, what a Vegas story that is. It's so Vegas.
2: Uh, I hope those kids work <laughs> it out. Um, That's right. Okay, here's the first question. And again, this is, this is let's act like, uh, what's the old Denzel Washington line in Philadelphia? Explain this to me like, uh, like I'm a two-year-old. Explain yep. the gold
5: cup to us, like we're all two-year-olds. What is this? This is the Continental Championship for CONCACAF, so North, Central America, and the Caribbean. Uh, it's the North American equivalent of Euros or Copa America. It's all the... 30 some odd teams in this region playing for a title.
2: Okay. But why did then we look up at a screen the other day and see Cotter playing in this or someone, didn't we see Cotter playing in this? Yeah.
5: They they brokered some kind of deal to participate in a couple of these, not totally unusual. South America does it sometimes to get to a round number of teams for tournament purposes. I mean, there was, Definitely bags of money involved, you know, with the World Cup and and things like that. But, yeah, yeah, they've done a couple of these.
2: That makes sense now. Okay, well, there's Cotter in the uh, odds to win the Gold Cup, the CONCACAF Gold Cup, where Mexico is the short shot. They have been the short shot in many years past. They're plus 125. USA, that's us, Paulie. We're plus 275, plus 275 on USA. Canada, 7-1, to and Panama, the only other side in single digits at 9 to 1 Jamaica Costa Rica Qatar and Guatemala also listed on the page if you're watching at vcin.com or the vsin app right now or wherever you uh, can see us so
5: there's a bet here sir if you can get Jamaica at a better price and i seen 16 to 1s out there this morning uh, that i think is kind of appealing Jamaica's got a whole front line of players from the premier league you know that and, they have some dudes is kind of the, what we would say in, in other sports they've got dudes they've got guys they drew the. US uh, in the group stage you know I'm not saying they're the best team left, but at that kind of price, even though they probably have to get through Mexico and the. US, they've got the guys that could do it. you're taking a shot of course, but they've got a good coach they've got some good talent this is their you know best chance to make a run
2: And who would they, when would they if they got out of the group stage when do they play Mexico?
5: So they would play Mexico in the semis, so semis. quarters are coming up next, okay. and the semis is where they would presumably run to Mexico, assuming both win, and then the U.S. would potentially be in the final.
2: So, so you're not talking much about the USA. What's the, what's the deal with our side here?
5: Uh, I mean, they're right priced at the second favorite. This is not the A team. This is not the same guys that played in Nations uh-huh. League. Uh, very few of these guys play in Europe. So most of these guys are MLS based. It's kind of a, it's a B team. Uh, You know, if the U S had a world cup to play tomorrow, there'd be a few guys from the squad that would make it. But generally this is not the best U S team. And Mexico is closer to full strength than the U S is. That explains it.
2: Okay. Do we have a single game pick perhaps here?
5: Um, I do like in the USA quarterfinal coming up on Sunday, U S is playing Canada. I like under two and a half at minus minus one twenty or so. Canada is just kind of a, a bit more of a conservative team. And they also, they don't have their full roster either, but their best players in Europe are all on the attacking side. And most most of those guys aren't here. So uh, I expect Canada to kind of keep it tight, try to steal a goal, which is what Canada usually does. They just don't have the talent. Uh, to do that that they often do. And the US kind of a similar boat where you know they're a decent team. Scoring's a little bit of a question mark, even though they pilot up a lot of goals in the group stage. So I think it'll be pretty tight. I like under two and a half at minus one twenty. Okay,
2: let us shift to the Women's World Cup because a little less than two weeks from now, this will be the biggest global sporting event going. And mm-hmm. it's the USA that is the short shot at plus two fifty. Uh, England, Spain, Germany, France coming in right behind the USA. Before we get into specifics of what you're betting here, just sort of give us the the overall uh, sort of thumbnail of the U.S. Women's World Cup when it starts, when, when these matches will actually be played stateside.
5: Yep. Yeah, so it starts on the 20th, July 20th. It's in Australia and New Zealand. So obviously your time zones are basically flipped. Now they have manipulated the schedule to help the U.S. out a bit. So the first two U.S. games, are going to be at 8 PM central time, I believe. Uh, So, you know, not terrible, basically prime time. That's great. Now the third us game is a little bit weird because they have to play those simultaneously. So that's going to be at like 2 AM central or or midnight out there, which I guess is not awful for Vegas, right? so, And then the knockout stage will depend on where the U.S. goes. If they win the group, I think the first knockout game is at a kind of prime time here in the U.S. So, yeah, but the times are going to be wacky. Most of the games, U.S. and some of the Western Hemisphere teams aside, are going to be in that early morning hours here in the U.S. Yeah, Falika was here yesterday. He's headed there with Fox Sports.
2: Yeah. Um, he's going to Australia. He's going to Sydney. He's not sure if he's going to go to New Zealand for the uh, couple of USA uh, games. Okay, mm-hmm. so I just mentioned the five sides that are in single digits to win it all does that seem right to you and is there are are there possibilities beyond that in your opinion
5: yeah, those five, maybe six, if you want to throw Australia in because they're hosting, those are kind of your, your short group of favorites. And and yeah, that's about right. I mean, the weird thing is every one of these teams has major questions. Like the U S has a couple starters who are injured, not going to be there. England's got three or four starters from last year's euros team that aren't going to be there because of injury. Spain has players who aren't there because they're fighting with the Federation. Germany has injuries. France has injuries. Like everyone's got like two, three decent sized question marks in the lineup. But yeah, those are the right teams, but on those top six, you know, there's another five, six teams that are kind of in that second cut that, you know, if they make a run, it's not too shocking. And then, you know, it just gets filled out with teams. that you would be pretty surprised if they got as far as the quarters of the semis,
2: though. I think I probably can anticipate an answer to this question because just like, uh, you have, you have the great <laughs> angle on some matches in the premier league where you're like, just the better team. I'm betting the better team here. Yeah. Uh, you do tend to love one particular side when it comes to international tournaments. I'm wondering if we're we're headed that way here. What do you, what did you bet Man, so far?
5: I, I've walked right into this one when I was out there. Uh, on Kelly kind of roasted me for it, justifiably <laughs> so. I didn't didn't even realize it. It's just kind of like, hey, I've got a Germany future in this game. Of course you do. Which, of yes. course I do. Yeah. Uh, but I like them to win. You know, they're at plus six fifty now. Uh, you can see it get plus seven fifty some places still. Again, they have injuries like everybody else, but I think their midfield is really solid, and that's where they're not so injured. They were runners up at Euros last year to England, uh, that went to extra time. So this is obviously a good team. They're deep, which matters at this tournament because you got four knockout rounds. So they're probably you know maybe the second deepest team after the U.S. from you know like one to twenty three. So I like that. It's just a it's a pretty good price, and yeah, it's a Germany future again, and I walked right into it. Yeah,
2: I, I have a little Germany too as well. I take no credit for it, Tim Lawson. uh Uh, who's who's coming on the show later, he recommended it as well. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel a little dirty about it. I feel a little icky about it. So USA, it's just the price. You don't like plus 250. Like if someone came on right here, let's close with this. If someone said, yeah, but I want to root for my bet, I want to bet USA, would you tell them not to bet the plus 250? Like you just don't like that?
5: no I, I think it's not bad you know okay. they're the it's, it's just it's about right you know there's st- us is still the best team despite some injuries to mallory swanson etc. uh they're still the best team here and again the depth is so big in a long tournament that yeah if i'm putting my life on the line for a team it's definitely the us here it's not a terrible price all right well that's something by the way usa
2: uh, to reach the finals plus 130 to reach the semis minus 140 at DraftKings, to win their group a hefty minus 350. <laughs> mm. Paul, thank you. Great seeing you, man. Appreciate it. You bet. Paul Carr, everybody. At Paul Carr, C-A-R-R on Twitter. Jason Weingart from Under a Cloud of Smoke on baseball. Next.
0: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.
1: A numbers game on Facecent, the sports betting network.
2: Use a BetMGM bonus bet to place your next wager on any game in any sport. To receive your bonus bet, simply log into your BetMGM account today to bet on any game of your choice. Then add any type of bet on any game as your uh, to your bet slip, I should say, and activate your bonus bet. It's that simple. There's no deposit or additional wager required. 72 hours to log in to claim and to use the bonus bet after you log in. This bonus bet is on the house. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Promotion may differ Per customer, 21 and over to wager. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Promotional offers not available in Kansas, Mississippi, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler. In Colorado, DC, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, or Wyoming, call 877 8 H O P E N Y or text. Hope, New York. That's H O P E N Y NY In New York, call 1 800 Next Step in Arizona. 1 800 327 5050 in Massachusetts. 1 800 bets Off in Iowa. 1 800 270 7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1 800 981 0023 in Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This offer is not valid to Puerto Rico residents. Skill Alexander. It is Kelly Bidlin here on a uh, numbers game on a Friday morning. A little golf club. Oh, thank you guys. Appreciate that. Speaking of golf. Rose Jang, two over 74, first round of the uh, LPGA uh, U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. Jason Weingarten joins us from under a cloud of smoke in Southern Cali. You can follow him on Twitter, at Spreadopedia. How you doing, Jason?
1: Pretty good. I uh, I didn't get to watch a ton of the the women's uh, U.S. Open yesterday. As soon as I got home, she was two under immediately. I don't know if you saw, she shot into a hazard and double bogey. That was my uh, oh. first getting to sit down and watch it. So I don't know if I'm going to watch it this morning or not. Maybe I'll try, I'll try not to watch this morning. Cause I, I think I was bad luck yesterday.
2: Are you adding any of her at 22 to one now, six shots back heading into round two.
1: I added a little bit yesterday already. There you go. Um, you know, it's it's like when you see the odds go up, you're like, well, I'll take a little bit more. I'll take a little bit more. Um, yeah. I'll probably add a little bit, but not go, not going crazy. You know, it's like I I said, it's not, it's not necessarily a secret, you know, it's not like nobody knows she's good, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I usually add to my positions, you know, during the weekend.
2: ZU you Janet Lin from China and Hu you Kim from uh, Korea in the lead at four under heading into the second round, which has begun at Pebble beach uh, early this morning, a couple of golfers out on the course. All right, uh, Jason, what did you bet baseball wise today?
1: Got a got a decent amount of stuff. I'll I'll go through it. Actually, Um, I bet the Mets. Mets plus one thirteen. Bet the Reds plus one o three. I'm a big Reds fan this weekend. I mentioned that all, you know, last couple couple days. It's a big series for uh, Brewers and the Reds. So I'm on the on the Reds today. I'm on the Reds. Uh, I like the over. I did not bet the over. I'm waiting to get a better first inning price. I think anything better than even money, even money on the first inning is going to be playable, um, later today. Talking about the Reds game. Yeah. The Reds game. Okay. I'm backing the, uh, the blue Jays, Alec Manoa. I think, uh, okay. Interesting situation there. Yes. I think he, I I think they were, uh, kind of, you know, obviously he needed some work, but he also needed like two weeks in the minors to, to, you know, get another year of, uh, control for the Blue Jays, so what a surprise. He's back right after the uh, the deadline to get another year of control. I think he'll be alright.
2: Blue Jays minus 130 road favorites at Detroit, by the way, the ones Jason has given already. Uh, the Mets. The Mets are plus 110 at San Diego, and then you mentioned the Reds in a big series with Milwaukee. Reds are a slight dog, plus 105 on the road against Milwaukee. Currently, Brewers two games behind the Reds, who are 10 games above 500 now. My goodness, forty-nine and thirty-nine. Okay. What else?
1: The Royals. I bet the team total under there on the Royals. I bet under three and a half minus one twenty today. I've bet that a couple times in a row this week. I just don't like the Royals very much. I'm 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 very unimpressed by everybody in their lineup except Bobby Witt, who's on pace for like twenty four home runs and forty five stolen bases, and absolutely nobody cares. But uh other than that, you know, the Royals, just another lost season for them. Then the Braves, I think the Braves uh, one Braves minus one-on-one, good number there today against the, uh, the Rays. I'm really starting to get interested in this uh, AL East division race. I'm not sure the Rays are going to hold on in the second half. Um, you give me the field versus them, I'll probably take the field. To to be honest,
2: if I asked you right now, so current division winners as we head into the all-star break this weekend, current division winners are uh, division leaders. I should say Rays, Twins, Rangers, American League, Braves, Reds, Diamondbacks. How many of those six actually end up winning their division in the end?
1: I think the Braves are the only one you can put any sort of confidence on that they're going to maintain their lead. I think the Rays four games is, is decent, but it's not a lot. Everybody else. It's, it's a competitive, competitive year. I don't think anybody's going to run away with it other than, you know, potentially the Braves. who just, it doesn't look like there's anybody in that division that can can match up with them, you know, over 70 games or however, however much is left in the, the second half.
2: Okay. Taking the Braves today. What else?
1: Uh, Dodgers, Dodgers, my last bet. Um, Angels, you know, things things change quickly in baseball. And one week we're talking about the Angels as a potential playoff team and the next week we're talking about them as potential deadline sellers. So um, it's it's getting late early in Anaheim if, if they don't turn things around. I mean, they've lost like seven of the last eight. Half of their team is wounded, injured. There's just nothing nothing you can do at a certain point. You know, it's not like they can go out there and trade for enough, enough players to make up for Mike Trout and everybody who's hurt. So, um, you know, the angels hard decisions are, are coming in Anaheim. It's just a question of how much longer they can hold out for.
2: So I, by the way, Dodgers win tonight and diamondbacks lose. Dodgers would find themselves in first place in the NL West. Obviously the diamondbacks, big favorites against Pittsburgh. Um, so let's get back to that Otani thing. I'm on record. I, 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 don't believe they're going to part with him. I just don't under any circumstances. You are not of that mind. It sounds like.
1: Well, not, not what I think. It's just, just what I, you know, the rumblings and the, the chain, the shift in perception in the last week or so it's, it went from, you know, the, the, the angels are a playoff team. The angels are a wild card team to, you know, they're six and a half games back and they've lost seven of their last eight. And, how much longer are they even going to be ahead of the Mariners? It's, it's starting to just look, you know, and when, when you realistically look at the situation and you see Trout's hurt and Otani's got a blister and uh, Chris Drury's hurt and Zach Nito's hurt and they don't have mm-hmm. pitching and everything. It's just, it's you know, it's the, the writings on the wall. It's the same old I, angels. I yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Unfortunately, I think they got too hot too early and too many injuries are going to, Come back to hurt him. Yeah,
2: I don't think they are going to make the playoffs either, but I don't think Otani's going anywhere. Let me ask you about the Corbin Carroll thing from last night. So this is his, you know, again, a few games ago, shoulder tweak had to be removed from the game, but he was stayed in there for another half inning. And I was watching that one live, and I was like, oh, boy. And again, from a betting perspective, these are those of us who have bets in these markets, we obviously hope that nothing is uh, long-term serious for a guy like Corbin Carroll. But if he, now last night, this looked way more serious. Diamondbacks are super optimistic because they're like, well, we haven't found anything yet. They're going to do imaging today to really find out if there's anything seriously wrong with Corbin Carroll. I mean, he keeps hurting. I mean, he keeps going off in pain. Something is clearly wrong, even though they haven't found it yet. If he is gone, let me give you a couple scenarios. If he's if they announce that he's gone for the rest of the year, what number does Ellie De La Cruz come back in the rookie market, rookie of the year market? What will be his number if we if we heard that Carroll was gone for the rest of the year?
1: Two to one. I don't know. He'd be the favorite. By he far, I think he wouldn't necessarily. You know, as I mentioned to you last night, like it. If you look around, there are other guys doing things. You know, assuming Carroll is hurt and opening up, you know, opening it up to other people. Yuri Perez, he had that one bad start. Obviously, you know, that that's gonna ding him a little bit, but gave up one run in thirty innings or thirty-one innings in June. And then Francisco Alvarez is yes. putting up rookie Johnny Bench numbers. It's very so true. It's very this, true. This race is not over if Carroll is hurt and I'm not a doctor. I'm not an expert, but he does have a surgically repaired shoulder. He does. does look like this is the second time in the last month that he's hurt that right shoulder. Um, You know, shoulder injuries are weird. They, uh, you know, it's baseball All sorts of little things can, can hurt you. And wouldn't surprise me if he's, if he misses the all-star game, if he has to take a week off or 10 days off, but you know, uh, an extended absence opens up the door for Ellie and, that, all so, sorts of other guys that was going to be my second scenario which is the most interesting
2: scenario which is he's not necessarily out for the year but he's out for the whole extended period of time whether that's a month whether that's two months it's a vague thing then it does become this fascinating fascinating market and I said earlier if I mean if Ellie De La Cruz still has a plus in front of him after that if that's the scenario I mean I'd grab it still because you're right about Perez you're you're right about Alvarez, but it's Ellie Dela Cruz, and as long as the Reds keep winning, I mean, my goodness, one would think that he would be in the driver's seat on that. Jason, always a pleasure, man. Thank you, man.
1: Pleasure. Don't forget about Gunnar Henderson in the American League. His numbers are crushing uh, Josh Jung over the last 30 months. A lot of strikeouts for Jung. I think Gunnar Henderson gets it done.
2: Gunnar Henderson. Interesting. On the way out the door, it's a Columbo bet from uh, from, from Jason at Spreadopedia,
0: by the way. Lou Finicaro, sweet Lou,
2: joins us. UFC 290 next.